0: We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you some breaking news. There's been reports all over the area of something crazy going on, something big. People's homes, their minds even, are being taken over by something called, what is it they're calling it? They're calling it Bad Movie Debate. Do you smell that?
1: I don't know if I can smell what you're smelling.
0: Do you smell (laughs) it? It smells... I don't know. I think it's coming like through the computer from you. It smells like smells like fucking nerds in here, dude.
1: (laughs) You smell that? (laughs) Smells like there's a
0: bunch of fucking nerds in here, dude. Um, Oh oh, wait, just just kidding. That's my audience. Hi, nerds. (laughs) Here we go. We're doing it. That was great. That was a long a long walk to water, wasn't it? Um, But here we are. Uh, <laughs> it'll so be. So, wait, fine. are we we're, going we're, now?
1: Is that my intro? Yeah, this
0: is it. This is it. This is it. I'll, you'll really? introduce yourself in a second. This is it. Oh, um, no worries. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to uh, Bad Movie Debate with me, Jacob Babb, your. Fantastic, super fun host who's not very good at debating uh, because I haven't won one yet. We'll see if that changes (laughs) today. Um, I feel passionately about my opinion about this one, but someone who might be even more passionate than me, uh, my host. uh, Jonathan, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Okay, sweet. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm a movie buff. I'm a nerd. And hence why (laughs) we're talking about this specific movie today, because if it's bad movie debate, like it's going to be part of my argument that it's great. It's it, in terms of being a bad movie. <laughs> it's like sometimes we need yeah. to, but for myself, yeah, you and I have been friends for like four years. No, wait, no, five it's been years? longer than that. No, longer was... than that, like five years. Let's see. 2018, 18 or yeah. 19.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. No all day
1: season. Not bad at math. So I yeah, it's, it's like not almost four, math. almost Almost four
0: years. Yeah. So, Shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's awesome. good I think it's um, November because I was a
0: seasonal. <laughs> yeah, you started as a seasonal, so yeah. So next month. Um. So uh, now that you uh don't work at Barnes and Noble anymore, neither do I. Thank God. Uh, no offense <laughs> to our friends who still work there. Uh, None. sorry, Drew. Sorry, Drew. Um, <laughs> but, um, Calm out. Oh, he he's fine. He loves it. He loves it. Go Titans! Titans are winning right now. Last I checked. So go oh, Titans! It's yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Go Titans! Woo! But anyway, we don't, nice, this nice. is a sports podcast. Um, could you explain uh what you uh do for a living and in your free time?, oh. uh, yes, just because uh, you're the you're uh the most qualified person to talk about <laughs> movies that I'll probably ever have on, so you could just let uh let the listeners uh, who don't know who you are uh, know who you are and what you do.
1: Oh, I guess I should. Uh well yeah, I think it yeah, it definitely plays a role because they're gonna be like, Why is this guy talking like this? Like too many details that are slightly unimportant <laughs> to the audience or relevant yeah. to the audience. Yeah. But it like might, it might be yeah. a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I've been working in the film industry for like ten years. Um, I started off in location management. I was one of those that went to film school. I knew at fifteen years old that I wanted to be a writer director. Started with home movies with a VHS J V C camera on my shoulder. That's how it all began. And then, um, yeah, after like doing film school, uh, for a couple of years, I finally moved down to Atlanta in 2015. Just kind of been rocking it there. Uh, location management is kind of my expertise. Um, but I've since switched gears since the pandemic into the health and safety department. Um, just keeping crews safe and trying to like make things work within the parameters of filmmaking.
0: Um, well, so that's kind well, of like well... my background. <laughs> so yeah but you're you're making people safe on cruise for um hollywood blockbusters uh like really yeah. <laughs> pretty uh significant uh movies <laughs> so uh yeah. you uh are in literally like balls deep in the film industry
1: right yeah it's become a really small <laughs> world here since starting here like seven years ago but it's yeah i've had uh, the privilege to work with like Marvel, Sony, Netflix, all those people, television shows and features alike. I thankfully stayed away from reality television. Um, oh, and that's God, just yeah. because mm-hmm. my first love is screenwriting. So that's what I do. I've been writing scripts for 12 years. And so that's first and foremost is always story characters. Um, and then oh, after yeah. that comes like the process of making a film. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, but, uh, but so, so long story short, uh, you know your shit is what, is what
1: <laughs>
0: you know you know a little bit and then um so um here's a super random question uh that's still really related um Perfect. so uh have you ever um won any awards for your own short films
1: yeah, um, I won um, a couple of like for my own stuff. Is just like sarcasm. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to reiterate to the people who don't know you who will be listening that um, you are a uh, short film award winning <laughs> writer OG, and director yeah. and you work in <laughs> the film industry with uh, major studios like Netflix and Marvel and Sony and shit like that. And I... I'm gonna sit here and try to tell you why you're wrong about a particular. Oh, that's movie.
1: perfect. I get it. So you're putting me on the highest pedestal with just like a toothpick as a stand, so you can kick that thing up.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's how that's how I'm hoping this goes. Uh, but yeah. um, I just I just want everybody to know what kind of trouble I'm about to get myself in. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, anyway, You anyway. may
1: well have a great like counterpoint to whatever I'm going to say.
0: So, we shall see. Um, so before we get into what we're talking about today, I do want to go over the, um, the poll for the last movie because it was a hot, hot topic kind of. Well, not really. Um, <laughs> it was uh, The Last Airbender. M. Night Shyamalan. You know know that one. Yeah, that was a passionate debate. And uh, people on Instagram said uh, 71% bad and 29% good, which is honestly a lot more good than I thought. Granted, two of those are me voting for good because that's what (laughs) I was arguing. So technically, I was the only one who voted that it was good. So yeah, that one's shit. We all know it.
1: Um, I knew it
0: before I even sat down to talk about it. It was... There was some good stuff in there, but uh, whatever it doesn't matter. So today, instead of that, we're gonna talk. It's 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 spooky season. It is a spooky it's October. Season. It's yes. real. I'm wearing a skeleton shirt, like I'm ready. I'm drinking a I'm uh,
1: technically Twin Peaks. Hell yeah, Twin
0: Peaks shirt cool is- that counts. I'm drinking an Oktoberfest beer as we record. Yeah. Um, free ad for Hutton and Smith. We're Oktoberfest from Hutton and Smith here in Chattanooga, mm-hmm. Tennessee. The best Oktoberfest. That's a free ad for Hutton and Smith. I love them, so they're welcome. Everybody who listens to this show already knows that they're the best, though, so it's fine. I um I'm but anyway. out in a couple weeks. <laughs> oh, they're amazing. They're amazing. Um, but so today we're gonna be talking about ooh, the cult classic, straight up classic. Yeah. Who knows? Totally uh awesome. molt- little more of a cult classic pumpkin head Ooh. <laughs> what a yes. doozy what a doozy <laughs> uh a doozy of a film and um so before we get into it as always we're gonna go over uh top five uh our, each of our top five uh monster movies our favorite monster movies um oh, yeah we're gonna go top five uh monster movies Perfect. just uh monster makes more sense. You know, like you don't want to bring like Halloween and like uh Friday the 13th into it. So monster movie specific. Oh, yeah. So what are your, what are your top five monster movies? Now, no particular order. one to five. Okay. No, no no particular no, no, order. I, n- I never do a particular yeah. order. It's just whatever. I just write them down. Cause you know, they're just all in the top five though.
1: Yeah, man, I'm like a classics guy. So it's always going to be like creature from the black lagoon, the wolf man, you know technically Mm -hmm. obviously dracula like those type of monster movies i'm really big into frankenstein i mean that's four right there you know that's all you know the classic universal monsters you know and you know the invisible man i guess it's technically five right there right (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) yeah so so it's literally just all the 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 best five universal movie monsters is your top five yeah
1: it's the ogs like you can't get any better for some reason sometimes. I mean, you really,
0: you genuinely can't. And it's funny you say that because one of my, one of mine is, uh, since you've done your top five so fast, just just uh, ripping them off. Um, <laughs> one of mine is Creature of the Black Lagoon. Um, I love that movie. It's so, so fucking good. good, dude. It's so good. It's so creepy. Those underwater shots are insane for the time that it I came out. I have a out.
1: side story about it too. Oh, quick sidebar. Let's
0: go. Hit me with it.
1: Quick sidebar. What is so it? We, we yeah. were so obsessed with the creature from the Black Lagoon as the family um, mm-hmm. that my cousin actually was the one who kind of led that charge. And every year on his birthday, we would call him and we would play on the TV. That one bird sound that's always in the background when they're like on the Amazonian river. It's yeah, like dude. quintessential to that movie and everyone recognizes oh, yeah. that bird from that movie.
0: Oh yeah, if you <laughs> even if you haven't seen that movie in so long, like you'll hear it and you'll be like, why do I recognize this? Where is this coming from? Like, And you're like, what, where is this coming from from my subconscious? Like I know this and like I'm scared all of a sudden and I don't want to go in water. Yeah, dude, it's it's insane. It's insanely good. But so Creature of the Black Lagoon, With a special mention of all the other Universal movie monsters, because I love all of them as well, because they're all so fucking good. They're all so good. (laughs) And then I have um, a let's see. Uh, The audience already knows this, but it's a it technically it's a monster movie. The Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Thing. John Carpenter. Mmm. Halloween is his best, but The Thing is right there (laughs) next to it. It's so good, and that monster is so fucked up and scary in the best way. And then um and then Great. kind of well, stick kind of kind of sticking with the uh universal movie monsters, but a little bit different. Um, young Frankenstein. <laughs> young <laughs> yeah, Frankenstein there's
1: comedy in there. That's good. Oh, did, hell yeah,
0: there? dude. I watch it every October. It's so good. I'm doing my 31 for 31. Follow bad movie debate on Instagram to keep up with what I'm watching. Um because I'm gonna be posting quick reviews of everything. That'll be on there at some point. Spoiler alert, I already Fucking love it! It's so good. Mel Brooks is—it's his best <laughs> movie. It's his best movie, and it's just, ugh, just Frankenstein. Like the whole bit. Oh, it's just so good. So it's just good. so fucking oh. good. Um, and then I have um, another one is Brom Stoker's Dracula, the Francis Ford Coppola one. Yeah. That's where the only nice. the only thing wrong with it is Keanu Reeves' terrible British accent. Oh my gosh, it's really bad, but. We can forgive him because I understand why they cast they uh they put him in it because uh he was a hot <laughs> commodity at the time yeah, that it was yeah. made. And he's still a hot commodity, as we all know. All Everybody dang. wants him to be in everything. Like I uh, have a sidebar about that too. God yeah. damn it. All right, what's a sidebar? Dude, <laughs> Stoker, I
1: have to because I think this is kinda like completely connected to it. Brom Stoker's Dracula. So I got to meet the Oscar winning special effects makeup uh hell yes that dude movie.
0: that's and, fucking awesome because I, I, <laughs> like, they did they did like so many practical effects like in like a time yeah. where like getting doing like cgi and like fake set like faking the sets was like oh, becoming yeah. like the thing to do and they were like coppola i mean you know coppola godfather like yeah he was like nah fuck that he was like fuck next, all that
1: <laughs> yeah i mean next to joe belasco matthew Mungle was like the king of all the special effects makeup you know obviously you get more into that stuff with Mm -hmm. the animatronics and the beasts, like stan winston yeah but like i got to meet joe blasco who did the original um creature from the black lagoon and then he had that on display one small funny note about matthew mungle from from soviet dracula was we had this big red carpet rollout because we were doing this big event and basically Mm. like matthew mungle was walking out and i didn't see him and i was working the event and i'm like had taken, I pulled on the rug and he was standing Mm. on it. And went, oh, Oh, no, like that. So I literally (laughs) pulled the red carpet out from underneath an Oscar winner. (laughs) It It was the weirdest thing ever, dude. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, god damn it just <laughs> just to, just to reiterate jonathan's been in the film industry for so long he's done he's done something as uh <laughs> as as silly and casual as that uh with yeah. fucking oscar winners oh jesus christ um <laughs> but anyway, yes that one that dracula is the best one um well fellow, go you know it's uh, it's up for debate but that's one of my favorites and uh and then finally, I say this one for last on the list because uh, we're going to talk about it a little bit more probably um, going into Wait. the the uh, pumpkin head. Uh, Alien.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, hundred yeah. percent.
0: Alien, like you want to talk about a monster movie, like yeah, fucking fucking god like it's so good and um, it's multiple
1: genre too it's like you know sci-fi exactly, and it's dude. like it's in space and then it's a
0: monster. exactly dude hey man in uh, space no one can no one can hear you scream in space man that's what they told me and they're right <laughs> they're right you can't they're it right doesn't work like that <laughs> um, oh my god all right, but so pumpkin head, we're gonna go over some uh, real quick before we get into yelling at each other. We're gonna go over the uh, the scores, and then I got a, a couple quotes from reviews—one good, one bad, as always. Um, so Rotten Tomato, this one's a little different. Rotten Tomatoes gives it—the critics give it a sixty-five, which is mm, modest, uh, which is <laughs> 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 yeah, very, yeah. very nice of them to do, and uh, the audience is forty-eight. So the audience really didn't like this one. The critics liked it almost a full twenty percent more, which is wait, shocking. is this Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomatoes sixty five percent critic, forty eight percent audience okay. for Pumpkinhead. When did
1: you re- when did you record those um, stats? What day? Did today, you do that? today. Okay, <laughs> that's weird. So I did four days ago. No, five days ago. I wrote down the ratings, and critics was at sixty three with twenty three oh, wow. reviews. And
0: mm-hmm. it was forty three percent for the audience of ten thousand reviews. That's so weird. People, I wonder if it, people
1: started
0: <laughs> watching it like recently and we, like had such passions about it that they had to write it right as we're <laughs> about to record it. That's a weird synchronicity. Um, yeah, we won't get into weird. we won't get into synchronicities and stuff. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> <We'll>, <laughs> we're just gonna blow by that. But that is very weird. Um, so IMDb had a six point two. So like you know, pretty yep. fair. Uh, yep. And then Metacritic had a uh, 47 critic and then their audience was a 7.8 out of 10. So a little bit, oh, a little yeah. bit of a reversal on Metacritic. Metacritic's a little bit more critical, yeah. no pun intended, um, with their critic stuff. But, you know, so, I mean, it's pretty, it's up and down. There's a lot of, there's a lot of this and yeah. that going on with this one it seems 100%. like
1: it's either you like it or you don't like it. I don't, I don't know if there's anyone out there that will, we'll find out today if anyone really hates it. And I don't necessarily mm-hmm. know anyone who really loves it outside of myself.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm going to go ahead and say right now that I actually really did hate this movie when I was watching it. Oh granted, my I, mean, God. I mean, granted I did go into it knowing that I was going to have to bash it and stuff, but I was like, man, yeah, this oh, is, yeah. I I really genuinely don't, don't vibe with this.
1: <laughs> uh, oh man. I hear you.
0: So we're going to do I uh did. Okay, so now we're going to do the uh, reviews real quick. So Derek Adams for Time Out, this is the the good review. He said, quote, delivers more than ample amounts of full-bodied fantasy, end quote. So he's all for it. Okay, yeah. He loved it. Full-bodied, full-bodied, full-bodied fantasy, yeah. ample amounts of it, just dripping with it. And I mean, yes, mm-hmm. it is very fantastical. Um yeah, but like that's that's like the most complimenting quote I could find even though 65% of critics liked it. Everything else was kind of I don't know. Um and then uh Richard Harrington for Washington Post said for the um, bad review. He said <laughs> Yeah. Um quote, "Typically hollow and patchy. The script is low par for the course." The acting close behind. "End quote."
1: <laughs> we'll see. That's interesting. Like that bad review talking about acting in the script. So that'll be something interesting that we
0: can definitely talk about. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll be talking. Um, oh, we'll be talking about the script and the and the yeah. uh, the acting. <laughs> Dude, did you read the script? I went through and read the script, so I uh, read that no. full script. Oh, of course, I didn't read the full script. No, I didn't sit down and read the full script. Fucking nerd. I told, so you, well. I told you I told you smell like fucking nerd in here um, <laughs> yeah. it's not totally. um so so obviously, I'm saying it's bad, you're saying it's good. what's something um I like to ask this of everybody before we get into it what's something you didn't like? what's something that you're like that's bad, like that's not working uh for this movie and i'll and I'll share something that yeah. i that I did like
1: I think uh for me, one thing that probably could have helped is um a better editor like i felt like they're like transitions between scenes um Mm. and sometimes moments it it was either something where they didn't have enough footage you know things to cut to Mm. different shots oh yeah or they had all the footage and they just made not the best decisions in post-production because like i could have seen it cut a little bit tighter um not in terms of length but just transitions of scenes and sometimes like whether we come back to a shot or whether we have a different angle or approach to a scene. But I yeah. mean it's got some iconic shots at the same time. But yeah. Yeah, no, there's
0: definitely Absolutely. some good shots. There's definitely some good shots. And I think that's what my uh my uh thing I did like was like that some of the some of the cinematography was like pretty solid you know what yeah. I mean like some of the cinematography um for me like that was the best part there was some shots that were like really w- well done and like really spooky and like mm-hmm. got you right into the story and everything you needed um but <laughs> not much more after that <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. my opinion <laughs> um so I think the first thing I'm gonna come out hard with my first and biggest point since I already kind of okay. teased it of why okay. I'm so mad at this movie. Um, everybody's <laughs> always talking about, from what I've seen, from what I've heard, um, from what I remember um, watching it the first time, long, long time ago. Everybody's talking about how good uh, Pumpkinhead looks, like the monster, like the special okay. effects, like for Pumpkinhead, the monster, right? Yeah, yeah. It looks exactly like a fucking xenomorph just white yeah it has the elongated head it has the weird shoulders it has the long tail that's flapping around and everyone's like oh my god it looks so good it's so scary and stuff and it's like yeah because it was already done by geiger (laughs) fucking like a decade before this like like so no i'm like i've seen this. i've seen this exact monster in a different movie that was way better like way like Better written, better acted, better across the board. (laughs) I've seen this monster do shit. And this monster, like an alien it actually can move around because there's a person in it like that can move around. It can do stuff. This one, it's like, okay, this is definitely just a prop and like a puppet. And like, cause it like barely can move and stuff. And I'm like, I've seen this exact monster in a totally better story with better (laughs) acting and everything across the board. So I was immediately like, like in the opening scene where it's like back in like 1952 and like, it's the dad, you know, like the pumpkin head. Like that's how he knows to like summon it and stuff. We'll get more into the plot and everything uh here in a bit but um as soon as i saw it i was like cool kill scene that's a xenomorph i was yeah. already checked out i was already checked out i was like yeah. well this is i already know this isn't gonna be as good as alien uh because it's a cult classic not a classic <laughs> you know what i mean so
1: yeah
0: that was just i, I it it's just like and then, like, that's one of the biggest def- defenses of it that I've seen from people and heard from people is like, but the, mon- like, the monster pumpkin head looks really good and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because it's a ripoff. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah. it's just, a, I think-
0: it's a little less perfectly formed and it's white. Yeah. And that's it. That's the only difference between that and a xenomorph yeah I know they did body casting for it like there's some at
1: certain points it's like full on like either animatronic or a puppet. The other moments there was actually like a man in a suit controlling some of the basic shots where it's like the wide shots um yeah but it still it's barely moving moves that wide. yeah it barely still moves. Barely moves. Like that,
0: the xenomorph is like I, doing all kinds of crazy shit, you know what I mean I don't know yeah well then yeah the
1: xenomorph, the xenomorph moves so fast, I mean this creature like pumpkinhead does move quickly but not but not to our knowledge because it's this weird thing mm-hmm. and it kind of ties into the other special effects element that always comes up with when pumpkin head is around where it's wind and it's that cricket sound it's that la- mm-hmm. or that cicada sound and then it's lightning like and you're always like Whoa, what is what's happening? And it's almost oh. like it's a demonic presence rather than an actual like physical Okay, see, but one.
0: here but here's the thing, dude. That sound <laughs> is very similar to the sound that the xenomorph makes too. Like the xenomorph makes yeah, a, a similar sound yeah. to it. Like it's <laughs> like it's like like the first like there's no way that the filmmakers hadn't seen Alien. Like there's yeah, no yeah, way. 100%. And like yeah. there's like so there's no way that they could argue that they like just like pulled it from the collective unconsciousness and like Happen to do go for something similar, like yeah, like they can deny it all they want, but like <laughs> it's like they're trying to bring that same the same elements of something that had come before that was better and like a like I'm not saying it's like plagiarism, yeah. I'm saying it's a ripoff because like I mean you know what do they say they say uh um good artists create and great artists steal like something yeah. something like that and like I mean that's a hundred percent true like obviously but like but. Yeah but they didn't but they didn't do it right you know what i mean they 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 <laughs> yeah, stole yeah. from something else but then they didn't like enhance it in any way that was yeah that was really working for me and a lot of that it comes from the overall structure of the plot i thought the plot was stupid as shit like <laughs> i don't know I just, like i yeah. get i get that the dad like the the kid gets killed by the teens and like while they're on the way to the cabin and stuff and then like like the dad's the one who calls Pumpkinhead and stuff, but like <laughs> they're trying to tell those two narratives at the same time of like them being all worried and freaked out because they have their like super stupid. Cause like that one guy, oh my God, what's his name? Joel with the. The guy Angel. who runs over the kid. Who, um, oh yeah, he yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, I gotta go. Like, I can't be here. I'm already on parole for running over <laughs> a different kid in a different situation. Like, yeah. So this yeah, guy's yeah. a piece of shit. But like, <laughs> like their whole story is like, it's like that's really all that's that that there is. But they're the yeah. ones who are supposed to be getting killed. We spend so much time with the dad and his like journey. It's more of like a drama with supernatural elements than a horror movie like it's supposed yeah. to be. You know what I mean? Cuz like cuz then like the western the westerny type music uh that the yeah. when the dad and the son are doing stuff or like whenever he and I'm like this isn't like I'm I feel like I'm watching two different movies here and they're trying to smash them together and make them related. Like, you know what I mean? Well, and I'm like
1: it's super interesting because it feels like resonant of like the soundtrack itself. The soundtrack of score and all of that like kind of comes out of John Carpenter's feel with the synth. I mean, yeah. But then it like Throws uh, a twang in there with a guitar, um, and then it throws in harmonica for moments that d- act alongside the choir. So it's mm-hmm. like, to me, when I listen, whenever the music comes in, and I'm like just seeing what's on screen, what makes me think more about this is kind of like it's a Southern Gothic tale versus yeah. like. Definitely. Like a full on, it's definitely a monster movie. So it's like a monster movie mm. that's wrapped up in a southern gothic tale because yes, there's this like recurring thing. Like you were mentioned, like the one kid who was that, like Joel who hit, like hit Billy and killed Billy mm-hmm. with his motorcycle. Spoiler alert, buddy. <laughs> but yeah,
0: yeah, um, there's always spoilers. You should know that by now, guys. Always spoilers,
1: <laughs> <it>? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so when he did that, though, and then we find out, oh no, he's on parole for or probation for like killing another kid in the same scenario. But then you also have um, Ed Harley, who thought Mm -hmm. that he could basically run from this and is trapped up in it once again. Like he's slightly exposed to it as a kid and Mm -hmm. then seeing what others have done, like almost like his parenting, like, you know, they told him, it's like, we're not leaving this house type of thing. And Mm -hmm. then it's like, okay, that's how you survive or you just don't. And he kind of does that, like as a character, he's like, when the teenagers show up, he's like, Whatever. Them. I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. these kids are nuts!" Until like you know, he even leaves Billy there. Like he's so like unaware, oblivious to these teenagers. Like, doesn't yeah, he's super care.
0: nonchalant. Yeah, he's super nonchalant about that yeah. whole thing. <laughs> and well, then, because then Billy, then Billy, Billy it, was a good boy, and so he like usually did yeah. what he's done. But then the the fucking dog ran out. So
1: on Billy, Billy's my boy. Billy, he's the best. <laughs> like it, it's actually funny. So <laughs> like the actor who played uh, Ed Harley. Mm-hmm. decided to sign on to the movie um, when he read the scene when Billy wakes up in his car in the, in the bed oh, of the yeah. truck or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah in the cab of the truck and he just like, looks he has, like the, what did like, you do daddy yeah yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. it's like but that too kind of speaks to the elements I feel of the story like mm-hmm. more where it's more supernatural in a way because obviously there's like witchcraft and there's all that involved
0: um, yeah we'll talk about the witchcraft scene here in a bit because <laughs> I have some yeah, comments 100%. about that but (laughs) but here's the thing though so i feel like so yes i agree that it's a southern gothic thing and Mm -hmm. i get how they're trying to like weave the two narratives together um with the dad and with the teens and like but i don't know it's just like yeah they don't they they spend so much time on ed And like his like calling of pumpkin head and everything like that. We don't get the first pumpkin head kill until 47 minutes into the movie. I paused it when the first one, when the first kid finally got it. It was 47 minutes to the movie. The movie's like, like what, like an hour and a half, like hour 45 tops, like something like that. Like that's not, I don't know. Again, I get it as a Southern Gothic, but like it's horror too. And I'm like, and there's a monster and stuff like, give me, give me that. Like, that's what, that's what, People are expecting like and you Mm -hmm. know like sure they're trying to subvert expectations but look at game of thrones and look what happened when people tried to do that but we won't get into that (laughs) different episode for a different time um but regardless the point is we didn't spend nearly enough time with the teens for me to give a shit about them getting killed like when he gets when the first kid gets killed at 47 minutes i was like cheering i was like fucking finally like, finally, <laughs> something is happening. Yeah. Like, finally, like, the monster movie I, like, was told this was is happening. And, um, yeah. and so that made it very difficult because I, I had to spend all that time getting to the point of, like, the monster and stuff. And then uh, yeah. to springboard off of that, what frustrated me, too, was um, when they're in the church, like, the last two kids who are alive and you have, like, the the, like, dirty southern kid teen who, like, is trying to save them in the the abandoned uh rundown church and stuff. Mm-hmm. He finally explains what Pumpkinhead is and why it's happening. There's only yeah. 20 minutes left of the movie at that point when they understand what is happening yeah. and why this is happening. And I'm like, yeah. I get that the movie is supposed to be mostly about Ed and his struggle and everything. Yeah. But either but like you have to give me enough time with the kids and the the teens to build into their fear otherwise when they start dying i'm cheering because something's finally fucking happening uh yeah and stuff because like you know they set the scene and everything really nice like it's like it's definitely creepy you definitely get like you said that southern gothic feel yeah. like that's all there and stuff but like but it's a it's a long walk to finally get there yeah. and then when you do <laughs> and then when you do you get white xenomorph <laughs> and it's like okay yeah you know what there's i mean a, there's
2: like couple, yeah there's some parts like i think this is my thing is like my approach from is like and i've kind of experienced this recently with some horror films is like it's really hard like if i can't even like empathize with like any of the lead characters or the protagonist of the story mm-hmm. like it makes it really hard for me to care if anything really happens to them so it's exactly. but it's it's interesting but it's really hard in pumpkinhead versus like other monster movies because yeah it's kind of a slasher monster movie where you know there's the dickhead teens or like mm-hmm. just you know freaking adolescent nonsensical beings yeah. that are just there and taking up space. And then the monster comes around, just doesn't want them around. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Takes them out. Mm -hmm. And then that's, that's definitely a huge element of this monster movie. But then I guess the thing is like, it definitely is about Ed Harley's journey. And like, for me, like, I, I, I kind of love that because you don't really see like, I mean, Ed Harley's story in this has literally like a beginning, middle and end just because it shows him as a kid, shows him as an adult. He has a complete narrative struggle and then dies yeah Yeah. it's crazy and he pays the ultimate price which all of that is foreshadowed but here Mm -hmm. here's the thing i don't know if this saved it for you because inside the monster movie there's a sub there's a b monster which is haggis the witch that to me like really elevated the thing that i loved most about it because it Mm -hmm. really spoke not necessarily so much about the lore but like the supernatural aspect of the movie
0: yes Um, yes and that's good that's that's i do like that i do think it's necessary for this kind of a story but first of all real quick um her name is fucking haggis they couldn't (laughs) have come up with a more original fucking name for some some old uh witch and living in a swamp in a typical witch living in a typical swamp uh like like and everything like that like yeah her name is haggis like Come it's on. confused, I think, <laughs> regionally. On. It's
2: it's a regionally confused movie because think about it, like it, it opens up and you think you're like you see all the California hills, but it's yeah. not supposed to be there. So you're thinking, no, maybe it's in the south. In the it's Midwest, a, it's, or, it's no, it's it's like maybe I don't know because then you go to Haggis's place and then there's a swamp and then you're like,
1: mm-hmm. hmm.
2: Yeah, i think it's tennessee like i think you could probably play in tennessee i think
0: a a big thing that i think that is kind of frustrating for me in this movie (laughs) but one thing that i did kind of like at the same time um i just feel like they didn't execute it right i would say this is definitely like a southern exploitation film you know what i mean like it's it's like uh yeah like they're they're um like
2: hatchet like hatchet
0: Kind yeah, of. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But like cool, cool, but yeah, like hatchet know. like but hatchet fucking rocks, dude. Victor <laughs> Crowley and shit. Yeah, Crowley's great. <laughs> but like it's yeah. like that, but like it misses the mark. And it's like, okay, you have your your super country people walking around and talking and they're all scared yeah. of the evil witch that lives down in the hills deep in the valley. And then they're all all the other fucking characters, they're dirty. They don't know <laughs> yeah, they don't know do what it. a fucking camera is. Like the Dust Bowl kids. Like, they're literally like they're literally wearing fucking like potato sacks and they're dirty yeah. and shit. <laughs> they don't they literally don't know what a fucking camera is. So like these like city teens need to be like, Oh, it's just a camera, it's okay, and like explain what it is oh and shit. And it's just like and like I mean, People have done that before. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Like they do the same kind of a thing. But like then they executed off of that in a way like like that Southern exploitation that I think that works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this one just like yeah. completely missed the mark um, in its execution. And I think a part of it is, is because we don't see the uh, a part of that is we don't see the the city people, the outsiders like actually confronting like the mm-hmm. southern entity, whether it's Leatherface or Pumpkinhead, like actually like coming to get them. The focus the story uh, the, yeah. the focus of the story is too much on Ed. And I think Ed's story mm-hmm. is great, but I think it needs to be more balanced. Because at the end of yeah, the day I get that um at the end of the day I think it would have been a better movie if um we start with the kids. Mm-hmm. Like we start we like open like with the kids, like they're on their trip. They uh they have their um uh, prophet of doom where they're doing the little like Pumpkinhead nursery rhyme thing to the other kids. So they get yeah, introduced yeah. to the idea of Pumpkinhead. head. Um, the accident happens. Um, we, they run away and stuff. We spend some time there to see Ed uh, like grieving and like mm. going to, to, uh, to get the witch and stuff like just a very short amount of time, like going to get the witch and like going to send pumpkin head on him. And then like, and then the rest of the movie um so like a whole other like hour is them trying yeah. to get away from Pumpkinhead and like trying to like figure out what's going on and like why this is happening and stuff and so then it becomes like a thing that's about um you know it, it's just like it's about their um because they sinned you know what i mean like it makes it about like their yeah. evil sin is what's going to doom them to the hell of pumpkin head like that's what southern exploitation is supposed to be like not this like really romanticized uh drama with some supernatural elements of like ed and like him going mm. going for that like so like Ed's story and like it coming there or it would have been cool like no offense to ed again the story is good they could have just had them kill the kid then ed and the kid are gone and Pumpkinhead is just like a local legend of like an entity it's like the the spirit of the forest that comes out and like yeah. exacts punishment on evildoers or like uh, not evil doers per se but like uh outsiders who come in and mess with the fabric of what the small town is supposed to be and so because that is a very southern thing like people from uh, outsiders come yeah. in and they're like oh they're shaking stuff up and then like uh, and like they don't like that, you know, like in really small towns, like in the South yeah. and like, even in the and like, and of course like the Midwest too and stuff. Um, like I think that's a better story and that's not what we got. And so I was like, that's what I was kind yeah. of hoping for and expecting once I kind of yeah. read the synopsis before I dove back in. Cause it's been a very yeah. long time since I had seen it. Um, and I just feel like that, that plays better and stuff because again, once the kids start getting killed, like when he, when he, when Pumpkinhead's being all cheeky and he like is dinking the girl's head on the window and then like, yeah, and they're like, oh shit, oh my God. And then he smashes it through and the one girl faints. I was dying laughing. I was like, that's yeah, so fucking funny. Fun. Like that is so yeah. fucking funny. Like, and I just feel yeah. like, I just feel like, I feel like there's a way to tell both of those narratives while spending enough time on both to get to the final point. And yes, you're going to have to make the movie longer yeah. at that point, but maybe <laughs> hopefully not. I mean, that was the thing
2: is like, so just, you know, it can kind of come back to a little bit of the editing and stuff like that. Cause at which point you jump locations, whether you're with the teens or whether you're with ed and you're dealing with all of that. Um, I think it's like the where I'm a little bit more forgiving toward this movie, and why I think it's like has uh-huh. it, it's a, still a very true cult following because people mm-hmm. could say something like Halloween is a classic cult movie, but then it's not really a cult following anymore because it's super mainstream and thanks mm-hmm. to the franchise as well. But it's mm-hmm. like yeah, any of those types of monster movies or slasher films that are kind of a blend of two, and then they, you know, they have now this like plotted course. You know, I remember like it, it's really hard when you have so many characters like it's normally theoretically like what with what you set up what was that idea that we would start with the teenagers and then they would be starting up and then they'd get tied into everything that was happening around the town with ed harley the haggis the witch and all of that and it's Mm -hmm. like yeah that that i totally see is like that main structure of everything but it's like just judging from the opening of the film starting in 1952 and then um and you're with this family and you're being introduced to the protagonist as he's a child. It's like, Uh I feel like Stan Winston, who's the director of it. Like he, Mm -hmm. this was his directorial debut. So I'm very much more forgiving, um, toward what exactly happened as it became a finished film. And I think, um, it's, it's something to where, like, I, I feel like because Stan Winston like this was like his directorial debut is that he really focused so much on a more linear protagonist driven story rather than like ultimately like a story that affects like directly all of these characters like on a Mm -hmm. on a more deeper story level like because we don't care about like any of the teenagers and and at the same time of us not really caring about any of them or hating them it's like rules are also being like joked about or not followed or broken because it's like mm-hmm. re- there's that one scene where basically um you know the the guy and the girl steve and the girl a uh, tracy or whatever and um bunt who's that one kid bumpkin kid yeah and they're inside the torn up burned down church or whatever and yeah. pumpkin head shows up and he's at the door my inclination since i saw that was like oh he can't pass through he's a demon blah, blah, That's blah, what blah. I thought too. and then yeah. he just walks right in and then they leave and it's like That was a clear decision because anyone could have seen that and been like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a church. This is a demon. You probably can't come in despite it being burnt down. But then like it not only breaks the rules, but like Stan Winston goes a step farther. It's like, here's a crucifix. And then the demon grabs it and just breaks it. And you're like, what the frick?
0: (laughs) Okay, see, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I thought the same thing. He gets to the church and I'm like, oh, my God, if he can't go in to this church and like that's what saves them i'm gonna be pissed like
2: exactly seen it a million
0: (laughs) seen it a million times like god damn it yeah he walks into the church and i'm like hell yeah all right cool like that works but then they (laughs) overcorrect because he picks up the the uh the cross and he get and they zoom in on the face and he has he does a little smirk like a cheeky little like smirk like being like And and i'm like okay now's the time for comedy like like yeah. it's I just like, it was just like he oh they overcorrected with it like they were too like yeah. on the nose well, with it like he he picks it up and he smashes it but literally like he's it, the the monster smirks it has a little like half grin like this is <laughs> like demonic yeah 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 hell yeah bro this is gonna be so sick Watch me fucking break this cross <laughs> in this church dude I don't give a fuck like yeah great. like uh like dude, just just have what, him walk in. Have him but like it no? it. Have him have him walk in, smash the cross <laughs> as he's walking by it to follow yeah. them. A very subtle, very obvious but subtle. Not like this whole big boom, 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 boom. boom. Like I don't know. It was like yeah. Well, like, I think again, it's like, interesting because
2: I don't know, Haggis man. the Witch talks about how he has to go. Like Ed Harley, she basically commissions him to say, "If you want this done, this is what you have to do." And basically. He's he has to go to this graveyard that we've discovered Mm is like from the townsfolk that actually live here. Like Mm -hmm. that's where they bury all of those that they're ashamed of. And you're kind of like, okay, if Pumpkinhead is one of them, it's like this demonic force that would absolutely kind of like like smirk back at at the fact that it's like.
1: you I mean, know, yeah. that it
2: can survive and defeat good, basically, no matter what. Yeah. Cause even even the girl though, like that pops up again with the crucifix, is like they set up mm-hmm. this rule with the girl who's like the most overtly Christian character, I guess. Yes. And she has the crucifix, but then she it, it again, she comes outside and you're like, Oh, she's outside, but she's safe. She has the crucifix, maybe. It's like harkening mm-hmm. back to like monster movies like Dracula. But then Boom, like just grabs her by the head and drags her over the roof. You're like, Whoa. Yeah, no. It,
0: yeah, and that's great. Yeah. Like when he grabs her and stuff, like that's great. Like there are some good kills in it, you know. Um yeah. like there's definitely no debating that. But but yeah, like I I I do appreciate them like <laughs> you know, taking down like the uh like going against the uh the t- the, 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 the uh, I can't speak. Um the typical uh, southern exploitation thing of like well God will save us and like the Christianity side of it and being like no nah, that's not going to work this isn't that kind of a thing but I just feel like it was like we don't know that she's even Christian until like 10 seconds like like two or three scenes before she dies and then like the whole beginning. Like, Christ- You're like, like Christianity is like it's like it's there like, like they threw it in there just to be like no nah, this isn't what this is but like give me hints of that along the way Cause no mm. one even, no one talks about it. No one even mentions <laughs> it, you know, like, cause yeah. Ed, Ed goes straight. He doesn't go home and like scream like, why God, why or anything? He goes straight to, Hey, where's this fucking witch? Like, where's yeah. the witch? Like, he just immediately says like, nah, like I don't even care. You know what I mean? Like, give me a little taste of him, like struggling to make this decision. He's like, Nope, this is what I'm going to do. He's sad. Yeah, I'm going to do this. Like, not like, give me some more, like, give me some more emotionality. Like, give me some of that some more of that like internal struggle of him being like i'm a man of god but i have i this is this is like what i think justice <laughs> is like there's like he just goes straight to it you know what i mean and i just yeah. like and so like it just like i get what they're going for but it doesn't really it doesn't really work for me and then and then you well, were Ed talking Harley. about go ahead you go uh, ahead.
2: I was going to just say like Ed Harley like he there are so many small things like really small that <laughs> you know, I watch this movie with my friends actually and sometimes mm. they make jokingly joking jokes like they're they're making jokes as we're going along but they're at the mm. same time pointing out these small subtle things like Ed Harley is like okay he witnessed the whole thing happening to others with Pumpkinhead early as a child he yes. was told w- warned of how to avoid it and then but there was always something off like Ed Harley just the way he looks the way he acts and he's very much a loner outside of his son he obviously had his wife who passed away mm-hmm. and died but then and we don't know the extent of that which would be interesting to also delve into sometime later but it's also after the death of his son like he goes to the bottle like after doing yeah. that, this whole thing making a choice so he's like i mean yeah well, it and it my says- buddy was like Where'd that bottle of booze come from? Yeah, because he says he does say like, oh, we don't
0: have any beer, we don't have any liquor when the teens first get to his little shop. Like, you know, and I did notice that and I was like, Yeah, he's going to the bottle and stuff. But like, but with the um with the (laughs) direct plan of like we're gonna like like God's not gonna save them and stuff, like there's no there's no hint of that. Yes, he goes to the bottle and he goes down the dark path, and I'm like, Yeah, but like where where's the struggle? He just immediately shows up to the dude's house with all the the little bumfuck kids and their dirty clothes yeah. and stuff. <laughs> like, and he's like, "Where's your grandpa? Hey, where's the witch? I'm going to see the witch." Yeah. And he's like, "No." And then uh, the one kid takes him there and stuff. And and so the witch scene. So he shows up and he's like, you know, obviously it's a, it's a typical swamp, typical witch, typical. Typical, typical, typical. I've seen this movie a million times, right? Um he comes in yeah. and he gives her a bunch of fucking gold coins <laughs> like and puts it in her I mean, in her I know, but just like like what year is this like this man just has a bunch of gold coins like perfectly shiny gold coins they just dumps in and she's like that's not enough like uh like okay great but then she sends him on a video game fetch mission like his story is like a bit of a fetch mission in a video game you're like okay (laughs) i want to get revenge on these kids first i go to this guy and i give him his chicken feed for free and then he tells me where to get the witch oh he didn't happen oh here comes the kid he tells me where to find the witch which is like Nope. You got to yeah. go all the way, <clears throat> excuse me, to a different part of uh, the area to go dig up this dude. And then you have to come all the way back to me like, oh, my God, <laughs> it's not a video game. Like, it's not a, like, like, yeah. why can't why can't it just be right there? Like why can't the why can't she be living near the graveyard since she's already a witch and everyone knows it and she looks like a fucking witch and yeah. shit. Like This is something like, I, I thought
2: about though. There's like <coughs> there's like these layers of evil. Like it's like you have Pumpkinhead who which is basically just evil incarnate and then yes. you have like the witch who made a choice at some point and then went all the way down. And yes. now you have these people who are like just teeter tottering. And she even warns them like even warns Ed all the time, like multiple times. Like you've got to make the choice. You've got to do this. Like it's like all of these options are still like constantly available to you. But it's like how badly do you want this revenge? And it's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I, I feel also like the fact that he like the way Billy was killed and who he was killed from, it, it made it very easy for Ed to just be like, yeah, yeah exactly. Well, yeah, it made it honest. very, <laughs>
0: it made, it made that very easy and stuff. But again, like give me some of that struggle. Well, instead of just like, mm. Oh, this is exactly what I'm going to do. Cause I know pumpkin head is real. Like, and I know there's a witch <laughs> you can tell me how to do it. Like it's literally little, like, like he doesn't like, like again, like I, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember God being brought up at all. Like before the end where they're explicitly like, nope, that's not going to save you. It's like, okay, well, I I didn't think it was going to because you haven't been talking about it the whole time. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so like, that's very frustrating from like a uh, uh, narrative standpoint to me. I'm like, okay, so we're just going to put this in there and then we're going to take it right back out. <laughs> like, okay, great. Um, yeah. why, did we, why did we spend the last like 30 minutes of this movie doing that? And then... Whoa. um. Well, then yeah, go ahead. I'm also just frustrated with um, how easy as soon as he realizes that um, he is going to be seeing through the eyes of Pumpkinhead what's happening to the kids. He immediately flips and he's like, no, 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 no. And even then he's not like, oh, God, I'm sorry. Like, please <laughs> forgive me. He's just like, oh, shit, I got to shut this down. This isn't cool. Like and he just flips right back to being like, no, nah, yeah, this yeah. isn't cool. You know what I mean? And I'm just like okay, so this is guy got he's fucking flip-flopping like a politician, like just back and forth yeah. and back oh, and forth. For sure. Whatever yeah. works, whatever works for his personal agenda, like to get him to yeah. get him ahead, like every single time. I'm like, give me just a little bit more depth. And even though he has like the deepest story and like, he's the best actor for sure. Ed's Ed's actor, like whoever, his, whatever film, his name yeah. is. Yeah. He's the best, you know, and he has the most emotional scenes <laughs> and he does well with them. I just think those scenes are out of place for this kind of movie and i think uh he's still pretty shallow because he flips he he goes i'm a great dad To i want to i want to seek revenge To oh wait i have to personally experience this revenge like through the eyes of the Mm -hmm. entity that i brought absolutely not i'm going to shut this down because i can't live with that now that i have to actually see (laughs) it and be a part of it and then like you know like the dog bites him and he's like ah and then pumpkin's like ah because it's like oh it's him like oh like he's the evil he's brought the evil into the world like and again i get that i get what they're going for but like make me care more because i couldn't decide if i was supposed to be happy or sad about the teens being killed
2: yeah i couldn't tell i mean that's like it's really hard because like I, I think in these types of in these movies it's really hard. Like I always come back to like I don't know, I've I as I've gotten older for sure, like I've become a lot more forgiving of certain movies that I believe are trying hard. And you can sometimes tell when a movie's really trying to be good you know mm-hmm. versus one that thinks it's good but isn't and that's like mm-hmm. a lot of modern films but like, <laughs> but oh, like yeah. you can tell like okay there's like two examples like that I one I stumbled upon and two was very apparent which you mentioned earlier which was the monster looks very much like the xenomorph these mm-hmm. guys were clearly inspired by that so that I kind of took upon myself in my research process all the behind the scenes stuff that I could find trivia that I could find about it and Stan Winston was very much like he wanted to basically have the most fun time he could with his first directorial, um, movie. Sure. and it was like, That was apparent apparently throughout the entire making of it. And so they were allowed to kind of do whatever they wanted. So they kind of got to throw in a bunch of different things for the sake and love of monster movies. So it was like the xenomorph looking like that or uh, the pumpkin head looking like a xenomorph. Clear, clear influence there. And then the cabin to where the kids go is actually a cabin from one of the Friday the 13th movies, the final chapter. (laughs) So it's the exact same cabin. It's like these people clearly just had a love for it. And I know this is the hard part though, is like, like debating a movie. um, Like it's, it's like, where, where does that debate? Like where, where does it stop? Like, or like, you know, Mm -hmm. that affects the viewing because then every, a lot of my research really isn't like, what would you say? Like, it's not gonna, Affects someone's viewing of it, maybe. Yeah. I, I it's well, less effective. I feeling, but <laughs> well, see,
0: that's what. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is like, I understand yeah. that, and I agree with all that. It doesn't make the movie good, though. <laughs> doesn't make no, it a see, good yeah. movie. You know that's what I mean? Like I, like, I appreciate. I yeah. appreciate all of that, and like, I get. I get. You know, like they were trying to have fun <laughs> with it. They got the same cabin. They're like, oh, let's make a monster. Like that one's scary. Like I get that, but like, and I get that they yeah. tried. But at the same time, like, I, I like they tried with the sets and like the gra- the uh, uh, effects and stuff like that and everything. But I mean, yeah. when, go, going back to the story, I'm like, what is even happening in in this? <laughs> like, what what am yeah. I supposed to be watching? Am I supposed to be watching a horror movie or am I supposed to be watching a intense drama with supernatural elements, mm-hmm. like uh, like a Southern Gothic kind of a thing, like? Yeah. Uh, and I feel like they were trying to do both and they just completely missed the mark. Like, and like didn't get, didn't yeah. weave, didn't weave those two together in a way that made yeah. me care. Cause again, like the teenagers, I could not give less of a shit about what happened to them. Like, and they, uh, like, granted, you know, the only one who really deserved it was Joel because he was the only one who was guilty. Everybody <laughs> else was trying to help uh, and like was super upset about it. But like, <laughs> You know, but then they don't, and then uh, and then they get killed, and it's like, yeah, well, here it is, and like, you know, (laughs) and like, I totally get, and I totally get all that and everything, but just with, uh, just the culmination of all of those bad things, and then like, besides Ed, there's a lot of overacting and underacting. Like, there's some scenes where I'm like like really bad
2: '80s acting. I'm like,
0: calm down. I'm like, you do not need to be this dramatic right now. Then sometimes I'm like, why aren't you more? Upset, or like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's just like, I don't know. I could even appreciate it a little bit more if it was like, if like a certain character was like overacting or underacting the whole time, but they all like go up and down and up and down and up and down. And it's like, it makes me feel like there's a bunch of different directors. Like, so it's like, give me more. They're like, no, calm down. Like, no, calm down. And it's just like, each scene is like directed by a different person who just like got to wear the director hat for that scene. And they're like, no, give me more. And then they're like, oh, and it's like, okay. And then the next scene, they're like a reserved, quiet person all of a sudden again. And it's like, so who who are these people? I cannot connect with these people who are being killed at all. And I I can connect with him. I understand his struggle and everything. But they lose me as soon as he flips. And he's like, no, I don't want to do this because I have to personally experience it now. And I'm like, okay, well, then now I don't care what happens to any of them. You know what I mean? No,
2: I. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can understand that. Like, I think for me, it's like when it comes to loving this, deciding to like love this movie for what it is, it's like during I that wanna time point period, out, the
0: 80s, I, I, I want to point out that you said, deciding to love this movie like you had to yeah. choose to love this movie <laughs> yeah because it's like
2: i know this is the thing with like bad movies these days which is i think an interesting idea even with the title of your podcast and like the premise of your podcast which is bad movie mm-hmm. debate it's like we're watching these movies and there is a form of enjoyment to be had from a bad movie oh and of course yeah I kinda, there's good I bad kinda, movies hard, yeah, exactly. It's like, and I feel like this is like one of those good, bad movies, because I think the reason why is that it does for a lot, it it breaks a lot of rules <laughs> like that mm-hmm. you would want yeah. the thing to follow. And you're just like, man, it really doesn't want to follow that. And it's mm-hmm. um, and it just kind of continuously revs up throughout the entire movie. That was one thing I kind of noticed about it, it just rev- keeps revving up like mm-hmm. all the way to the point that, you know, it's ed harley like full on like as close as he ever gets to the pumpkin head thing and it just like eyes rolling back in his head and he's basically you know becomes one with the pumpkin head and like that whole thing i think is just super interesting rather than it just being like a solo monster attacking. And everyone's kind of running and fleeing and all of that kind of stuff. It's like there, there is like this weird supernatural aspect of the film yeah. that just really like not only moves the plot, but also just like confuses the characters a lot because mm-hmm. that is true that in the acting, like with the performance is a huge piece of this film. And in terms of like everyone outside of Ed is not, a good actor. Um, Mm, no. And it's like you, the witch's role is fairly easy. She's just creepy. It's all there in the makeup, but like, yeah, with Ed, you have like all the different elements that play in an emotional scene. But then the teenagers, like the part where Billy actually gets hit, the one girl who like ends up like going into shock, she becomes the one with the crucifix and comes up with the spiritual aspect of how she thinks she can fight this thing. Um, Mm -hmm she's just in the background like just like losing her mind and you're just kind of yeah, like freaking out but but it's just too much like you're like this, mm-hmm. this is like wait a minute what are you doing like she wasn't even the one directly affected by the thing she was just there yeah so it's like really weird in that part but it's kind of funny at the same time like I feel like you know how there's moments where you said like you laughed at this film it's like mm-hmm. Truly, like, especially at my age, there's nothing that truly, like, scares me. Except for maybe Alien, which was a movie you referenced earlier. That has yeah, some genuinely yeah. scary parts.
0: That shit's <laughs> fucking scary, dude.
2: <laughs> but just, like, in this film, like the scary stuff can also be, like, funny. And it's really, like... And it's almost, like, because what did you kind of expect? You know what I mean? Like, Ed mm-hmm. Harley's decision, what the teenagers are doing. Like, all of it's just bad decisions leading to bad things. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, which is, I mean... You know, everybody always makes the jokes about like, you know, doing the the dumbest things you can do in a scary situation. Like that's what yeah. the crux <laughs> of horror is, is like going down into the basement without a flashlight uh, when you hear a weird noise <laughs> and like you just mm-hmm. moved into a house that you know is supposed to be haunted. You know, like like, yeah, like like they definitely make all of those kind of decisions. But like, I, I don't know, yeah. I can be more forgiving of movies that do that because I enjoyed those movies you know what I mean I did not enjoy this movie very much like again like really the the xenomorph thing like ripoff really did as soon as I saw that scene and was like oh my god that's the xenomorph I was I was definitely checked out because it's like I've seen this monster do so much more and so much better um in the past and and again like I mean I get you know I don't know that they were having fun with it and like everything like that, but you can <laughs> yeah, still yeah. you can still have fun with the movie and still make the plot make sense, you know, and like yeah. flesh out in a way that like that like is interconnected in a way that like still does because like like I was saying earlier, like if you focus on the teens and stuff, like you can have the whole witch ritual scene to like get like he brings in the uh, pumpkin head and stuff and like and like yeah. I just think it's like and again, like I'm not saying every movie has to have a point, but I feel like the point of this movie would have been better. Like the end result of this movie would have been better if the point was like outsiders come in and disrupt a small town, disrupt a small town, uh, does something, uh, uh, to get rid of them for disrupting their way of life and like, and like bringing their city ways into our small cozy town and stuff (laughs) like that. I feel like, I feel like that kind of like campy trope, works a little bit better like if yeah. you tell the story like that and again you can still have ed you can still have ed and like him bringing yeah. it in like um you know like just like spend more times with the teens like going to the cabin and like trying to figure out what they're going to do you have Joel being an asshole and being like who cares like cut off lines like whatever like da da, da, da and stuff and then we're cutting back to ed slowly but surely mm-hmm. like cut out some of like his like 30 minutes of him getting pumpkin head and make it like smaller, make that like the B story as we're building into the pumpkin head finally coming. And then like it comes and then boom. And then we have monster movie galore, you know? And then like by then, since I spend more time with the teenagers, the victims, I actually care about, you know what I mean? Cause like, and I really didn't care for Ed, especially at the very end when he's like, I have to kill myself to stop it. It's the only way. And then he shoots himself in the fucking head and then gets yeah. up out of the truck, and walks over, and then falls over, and then is still trying to reach the gun so he can shoot himself in the head again. Like he didn't. He's he, a strong boy. He's a strong I, boy. No, Jonathan. Yeah. Jonathan. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, Jonathan. he's uh,
2: controlled clearly by there's the living a, part that controls him, which is. Uh, I'm just. Him, but... I'm just saying, man. There's a.
0: There is a bullet yeah. wound in his temple like yeah yeah it is in there (laughs) and like he didn't just graze himself and miss and then got delirious and dropped the gun he shot himself straight in the fucking head and still (laughs) had five more minutes of the movie to have a really dramatic death scene and then the one girl the survivor girl he's like kill me this is my fault kill me and she's like and then it's over (laughs) and then that's it and then and then like the witch goes and buries him and like he's now pumpkin head and stuff and it's like I don't know. But then, like, also, again, like, that's another thing. Like, OK, Ed's mm. the main character and it's his struggle and stuff. Give me some more well, tears. Make me. Here's he becomes he's the next pumpkin head. Somebody calls on him like it's well, him. Like, that's so interesting. That you lore. thought that it was Give me more of that lore. Well, it was so interesting. Like,
2: that's an interesting take. But like, it's interesting that you perceive that that Ed Harley was buried where that was. I think there's something more to that because one, okay. Think about, this is going to take a second, but think about the prequel. Okay. So, or not the prequel, sorry. Um, the preface to the whole film. So like the shot in the past, the flashback. So he's there as a kid. This guy who's all scarred up runs and is banging on the Harley homestead. And he's wanting in. You're like, why is he coming here? Oh, there is a backstory about a girl who I didn't kill her, didn't mean to kill her, blah, blah, blah. This is 1952. And then I thought about the age of Haggis. And then I thought about, okay, when Ed first unburies, um, uh unburies uh pumpkin head it's mm-hmm. like in the form of a baby and then it grows like or a toddler basically like a, mm-hmm. a small person and then it grows into a big thing and then at the end it's like okay pumpkin had died and to me what I perceived is that haggis reburied the same body that was there that Ed Harley dug up, which was the Pumpkinhead baby, which mm-hmm. I think because there's one line from Haggis. This is the thing that I love so much about it. It's like you, my idea of the projection of the story is like I feel like there's all this amazing subtext and a lot of the other mechanics that it tries to be a monster movie gets in the way of this story. But I can still sense it out. Haggis buries, re buries Pumpkinhead toward the end the girl that was killed from the beginning um, Mm -hmm. of where that man was involved that was banging on the Harley Homestead um, was the daughter of Haggis. And then because Haggis then says like, no, you know, you can't revive the dead. Like Mm -hmm. I can't do that for you. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that she would only know that for a fact, especially being a witch that she herself attempted to do that with her own daughter. And Mm -hmm. she essentially created the pumpkin head and the demonic forces given her just like a really long form of immortality, so to speak. And then that's why she's so very able to kind of concisely like warn Ed Harley. Are you sure you want to go down this path? I've been down this path before. You can't revive the dead. This is what will absolutely happen if you do it. Like to know that it's not just like this like premonition thing and the witch is mine. I feel like it's a personal experience for her character. And that's why I think the witch is like obviously the biggest story element for the thing. But
0: so (laughs) how many times have you seen this movie? I've seen
2: it. Uh twice. I think the so maybe three times? Maybe three times. I think I've yeah, I watched it one time really late at night. Might have been drunk.
0: <laughs> like oh. fell asleep. Well, but fair was, enough. Um yeah. I guess my question is I I feel like I get what you're saying and yes it makes sense but like yeah, I know I, I know. don't like my I don't like my hand being held in movies but like where the fuck did you get that from like just one line <laughs> yeah. one line I'm supposed to just piece that yeah. all together and stuff again I don't like my hand being held yeah. I don't want to be told exactly what's happening per se <laughs> I like to figure stuff out but like what like I, I agree with you again I agree with yeah. you like yeah that makes sense and yeah, it yeah, does yeah. elevate it a bit but like so give me yeah. a little bit more of that
2: <laughs> you know what I mean I know like, I totally I wanted more of it and I know there's other pumpkin movies and I personally haven't seen them just like three uh three more yeah and I want to watch them just because I'm hoping more that's brought into it but it, it's also like these things are on the outskirts you know uh any of the other monster movies nowadays you know alien or the ones we mentioned alien Bram Stoker's Dracula freaking any of the universal monster movies from the classics you can go out and buy these movies freaking Pumpkinhead too. The only copy I found of it was seventy five dollars on eBay. Oh yeah, like, yeah. What is happening? Like, and yeah, it's like hard to find. really below the radar stuff. Yeah, and I feel like because they're not super mainstream, they're like, um, you know, quote unquote, like a lot of people were started to use this term, like maybe two thousand like fifteen or so, two thousand sixteen. People are mm-hmm. calling certain horror films like elevated horror, which I don't agree with that term, but like it's like. No, there is like more. There's this more huge. I think what people mean by that is there's this huge, la- like bigger, thick layer of subtext that they're asking an audience that is prone to go to see horror films simply for scares. They're asking them to think. And then a lot of people go see horror film, not to say they, that that was your perception or my perception, but it's like it did take like the second time viewing I thought I continually thought more about it. Like I I was just like, Oh, because then you know how it ends and then you can kind of Mm. think, you know, retroactively and you can think also in the future, which is crazy. but
0: yeah. But at the same time, like a movie like this, I don't (laughs) think like, I think I should be able to get that all from the first viewing. Like, like that makes such a better story. Like, like, so I'm going to say it's an (laughs) overcorrection. Like, it's an overcorrection. <laughs> they tried to have some yeah. more deeper subtext yeah. and stuff and like cuz I mean that makes the beginning scene make sense cuz the only thing you reason you need the beginning scene there is to in in my viewing of it is mm-hmm. so Ed Ed Har- Harley knows that a uh, fucking pumpkin head exists. And it's like a thing that is real, yeah. like, and that's the only reason for that scene. Like, it's the only reason for that opening yeah. thing. And then so you can de, and then you can deescalate the plot and be like, oh, my God, a bunch of action. Now let's take a step back and slow things down and build back up. I get that. Yeah. Like, that's 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 good storytelling, depending on what story you're trying to tell. Right. But like other than that, like and like, again, that makes that scene make sense. It makes that whole uh, yeah. that whole like first like five to ten minutes, however long it is, makes sense. But how the fuck am I supposed yeah. to know that? How the fuck am I supposed I know, to know, know that? Know. You know what I mean? Like, and again, oh like gosh, I, yeah. I consider myself, you know, I mean, I'm doing a whole fucking podcast about movies and stuff. Granted, <laughs> I have not want of debate yet, yeah. yeah, but like, I feel like I'm pretty good at like finding that stuff, especially when I'm really paying attention yeah. and I'm just like... I just don't understand how I'm supposed to how I'm supposed to find yeah. that on us on a first viewing and stuff like that. I think like, Stan,
2: Stan Winston was definitely more in his head. I mean, this I think what I see is like a studio like MGM basically decided, okay, Stan Winston is very professional in this whole other aspect of the industry. Let's give him a shot. And as a first-time director, I think he took a huge swing for an indie movie. And at the same time, like a miss he did like well he stole from the best which is like you know the copying of the xenomorph for like the elements of the slasher the typical slasher movie that were coming out of like the 70s it's Mm -hmm. like i don't know like he took on this weird form especially probably at a time i mean it did decent the box office like it made money it made its money back and a little more but like during a time where movies really weren't all that great there's a lot of like bad 80s movies of course This, we could, yeah, your whole podcast could probably just go to the 80s (laughs) for like literally just do the 80s, and I'd have like, yeah, like at least (laughs) a year worth
0: of even doing it every two weeks, I could have at least a year easily.
2: But like, I don't know, I want a stronger story.
0: I'm gonna quote uh, my buddy uh, Tyler from the first episode when we had a long winded thing talking about uh, Alien 3 and uh, whether whether it was about Joan of Arc or it was anti Joan of Arc um yeah if it's taking us this long to dissect it and to get to it Mm. does that that doesn't make it any better because we're having to think about (laughs) it and watch it so many times to get it and stuff that doesn't make it better for me like i'd like to i i love movies i have to go back and rewatch. you know like you know like uh like seven you gotta watch seven a couple times to really see (laughs) everything but i still enjoyed it on the first viewing you know what I mean? Like they didn't tell a good enough yeah. story, uh, to keep to make me want to go back and see what I missed, and that's why I think it's a, yeah. and that's part of the reason why I think it's a bad movie. And like everything <laughs> else I've said before, but yeah. like I don't want to watch that movie again. Yes, you have you but, made some good points you know. and like everything like that, but I'm like. I don't care at this point. Yeah.
2: Well, there's the antithesis to that. So, you, like, for example, I went to when I went to go see the movie Top Gun: Maverick the first time in theaters, saw in Dolby, an in yeah. amazing experience, fantastic movie. I was like, damn, yeah, dude. Yeah, she was awesome. But it was. It's really interesting because a lot of people have been like, sort of like digesting it and saying like, this is like the most like structured like Hollywood esque movie you could make. And I was like. Yeah, it is structured really well because it's also really edited really well and it's got the story and it's got all those elements. But the second viewing of that movie is like, oh, I already I got everything from it from the first experience. And then to watch it again, I went it's hard, like great, great movies that hit Mm -hmm. all of those points for you. Like I rarely watch like it's like, um It's even my favorite director, Paul Thomas Anderson, the same with his movies. Like they hit everything for me and they Mm -hmm. have all of the elements that you could possibly want in a movie. But I I don't watch them as often like Mm -hmm. a movie like that, meaning like would it require multiple viewings? Not so much like the enjoyability of watching it, but it's like. I kind of like to dig through more stuff like that to see if they're like I was saying, like I kind of dug all this weird who knows if it was the actual subtext of the movie, but I just kind of mm-hmm. dug all that out of it just by continuously thinking about it. It's like this thing where in movies like there are things that just stick with you um from a movie whether it's an image from the film or something that was said and it just kind of, i keep kind of thinking about it and it's definitely yeah. i feel like a horror film that does kind of it really forces you to think surprisingly because mm-hmm. it's still a small b horror film that's a monster oh, no, movie. yeah i'm like I why mean, am i, I thinking a, so much about it i have a
0: perfect <laughs> uh, i mean a perfect example i mean this is a quality movie that we're never gonna talk oh, okay. about on this show um <laughs> well, wait, well first before i get into that like i mean I totally understand what you're saying. That's the whole point of this movie. Like, you know, like yeah. I, I, I do not like alien three. I never have, but I sat there and I watched it a couple of times and found the good yeah. so I could argue the goodness. So like I totally get that. Nice. <laughs> and I, I just don't, um, uh, an example for me of like, um, a movie that, so I tried to watch, uh, the witch, the, the witch, you know, uh, Eggers. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. I tried to watch it. I tried to watch it with a couple of people like, the the dialogue is so particular to the time because it came from the records, like and like they use yeah. the language like so heavily. I couldn't really get into it. Um, I don't think we even finished watching it because we were just like we have no idea what's going on. Oh wow! Um, but then um, for the next two weeks, I had certain scenes and shots in my head that I could not yeah. get out. I just could not stop thinking about them. I was going to sleep thinking about them and being like, fuck, that's really scary. But like, I didn't even know what the scene, what the context was. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I went back and I watched it by myself. And it's one of my fucking favorite movies. It's so good. And I've gone back and rewatched it a bunch of times because it can be told three different ways depending on how you want to watch it. Like, and like, that's great. And like, I like that. I just don't think this movie did any of that for me there was no there was no single thing that i was like well that might be interesting if i watch it thinking about it this way because like with the witch you can watch it from the father's perspective the daughter's perspective or you can take a step back and look at it as a as a folk tale a new because it's like it's it's the witch Mm. a new england folk tale you can watch it as if it's a story that uh it's the actual playing out of a story that um they would tell their kids to not go into the woods like a cautionary yeah. tale. Like we're actually seeing what that story is like in like graphic intense detail. And so just like, well, there was this family that was near the woods like got banished because they went away from God. Like they were like being all weird yep. and stuff. Like, like one of those, like, okay, now go to sleep. Like, and like, like say your prayers and go to sleep and don't go near the woods. Like it, like you could watch it from all of those and you get all that. The mm-hmm. first viewing you're like, holy shit, there's so much going on. Um, yeah. Again, that's a quality movie. So that's the most, we'll probably ever talk about it on a uh, bad movie <laughs> yeah. debate, but there was nothing in pumpkin head that I could latch onto to be like, well, wait a minute, hold on. Let's see how this plays out. And then like, well, maybe I could go back and I'll change my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I did watch it a couple times and both times yeah. I was like, nah (laughs) nothing is interesting nothing nothing is getting me on this viewing you know there's a couple little things here and there that like like but I don't even really remember what they were you know what I mean like that made I was just like okay I mean that was a little bit better uh, than I thought it was but then a lot of it was nope that's just as bad as I remembered it (laughs) like that's just as frustrating as I remember it I I mean I just fucking, the witch like,
2: having the witch has like the the tagline that's like you know obviously that it's a new england folktale and then the tagline for pumpkin head is a grim fairy tale which is super true. interesting to maybe put that lens on for the movie as well that's and to try and get garner something out of that and i think i agree with you about the witch because i'm going to be honest like i had me and my buddies had the exact same reaction to it one we were watching it on a fairly small tv at home yeah same That's a rough... First watch for the way, especially first when you exactly. don't have subtitles on. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> the They're all talking in old English, and you're like, "Oh no, wait a minute!" Yeah, the dad's voice—the like, dad's
0: voice is so deep that you can barely understand oh him, even with the subtitles. But he's such a good it's actor. Like so it's like cracking the
2: screen, like your yeah, TV's exactly. like shaking, like because he's <laughs> exactly. like so much bass in his voice. And booming, that yeah. that was the thing, dude. Like, but then the same thing is like, I kind of experienced that with Pumpkin, and my first viewing was like, not this fantastic experience like but and i left it going like oh though that was a that was a horror film i guess and then
0: mm-hmm. and then i just
2: kind of kept thinking about it and then i was like man i wonder what that
0: was all about okay, but and then what, that was what the question was it just that too. one line from the from the witch that you kept thinking about like what was that moment because i can't think again of <laughs> yeah. a single, again you explained everything and like i agree with you that does make sense and that would work but like what did you grab onto to even think of that to like put that yeah. exposition in there for yourself? Like what what what, what the grab? It's a
2: hundred percent, hundred percent the mystery of Haggis the witch because the way she's presented is even like you know he goes and they was like where she live the old woman you know and that's kind of how they treat her it's like this old woman in the woods they don't even like necessarily deem her as a witch to themselves mm-hmm. but they know that she probably has some magical power at least that's the word and then yeah you know automatically that it's like who is this woman where does she come from and it's like but and it's also being a witch like you could see it as being part of a fairy tale so you have these like proclivities to when you're experiencing a witch tale but what to answer your question more directly it was like it was the dialogue the stuff that she said where i was just
0: like man what the hell was all that about like I have to like. I really mean, I, think about it. <laughs> I don't know, but like the dialogue is so bad throughout the movie. Like they only so like <laughs> yeah. yes, her dialogue is interesting, but like that's the only dialogue they took the time to put into, which honestly furthers yeah. your point. You know what I mean? And like I get that, but like if all the other dialogue the are around it and to all get the other there are so like, bad. And, like yeah. like yeah, and then the uh, like the again the the bumfuck southerners like all their dialogue is terrible yeah. like and stuff. Yeah. So like if I got to wade through all of that shit just to get to a tiny little gold coin that's in her little chalice. That's <laughs> okay. yeah. not, a, that's not fun. That's would, not a good. Would movie, you bud. ever
2: consider this? Like, okay, so maybe a, a rewatch, right. Is an order later on. But before yeah. you do that, you have this thing in front of you that tells you before going into the movie that you think about that. It's a, it it has a B slasher film trapped in a grim fairy tale, like, because it's almost like all this stuff with the teenagers and everything going on because Ed Mm -hmm. Harley's story is so dominant. And the witch has like this intense subtext. It's like, these kids are just like wrapped up They're They're experiencing, they're basically getting like the side winds of everything. They're like, what is it? Why, why? Like, you know, it's like, because truly it's like about, like the ed harley the witch and Pumpkinhead, and you're like and there's so much more to it i don't know i feel like it, looking at it is like this movie is trapped in this movie like it may be more enjoyable it's kind of like trick-or-treat like the movie mm-hmm. has like different genres of horror trapped yeah, in this one part, big yeah. anthology yeah
0: yeah and but that's not but that's, this movie. No, that's no, not what they were going but that's not what they were this
2: movie no that's not what they were going for you
0: know what i mean like no. and that's what yeah, i'm saying yeah. like I feel like, <laughs> I feel like i feel like I, I get what you're saying but i feel like they were they were they wrote two different movies and then smacked them together <laughs> <laughs> and then like yeah, yeah it's yeah. like when uh like there will be blood and um there Will Be Blood and No Country for Old Men were filming at the same time in Texas and they like, oh, yeah. like they were burning stuff in one, in, for one movie so they couldn't film that day because all the smoke was ruining yeah. their shots and stuff. <laughs> it's like they were shooting two movies at the same time and they were like, oh, hey. Let's just smash <laughs> these together. Let's just make one big exactly. movie and we'll we'll edit it together, you know, like it'll yeah, be you fine. You can't compare like,
2: those two movies either. It, it's hard well, yeah. like you can't I mean, They're yeah. totally different movies. No, exactly. Like, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. I, I feel hard. like
0: I'm watch I feel like I'm watching two different movies that were smashed together. Like if you took No Country yeah. for Old Men and There Will Be Blood <laughs> and just say, hey, they happened uh they were shot at the same time at the same place. Like yeah, if you tried yeah. to smash them together, I'd be like, "What the fuck am I supposed to do?" Because again, like I want to feel for my, you were talking about like story and characters and stuff. I've already yeah. talked so much about the story uh, and how I think it's like flat and could have been different. These characters, why <laughs> the fuck should I give a fuck about any of these characters? Why should yeah. I care about any of them? You know what I mean? The teenagers, the ones who get killed, I'm laughing. I'm having a great time yeah. watching them, and I mean, you know, people who are horror <laughs> yeah. fans, you know, like you watch Friday the Thirteenth, and you're like, "Oh, yeah. that's such a great kill!" Like when Kevin Bacon gets the the thing through his yeah. uh, in the bed and stuff, no like that's a great in the, kill in this movie. There is yeah, no sex there's no in sex movie. in this movie, which well, they is already, also they, I think that's they, something
2: they, to talk about though.
0: They they already committed their like capital offense. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah, but it's everything. like you still
2: have these like horny teenagers going on this weird extravaganza with a trailer and dirt bikes okay, on the but, back, and you're like, they got to be hard up.
0: as soon as <laughs> like, we, yeah, they they were until a fucking kid yeah. died. You know what I mean. <laughs> like, you know what I mean. Like, like you see the, the buzzkill. Like I've five minutes into them being there a kid dies if you're still horned up yeah. after that then you need to see a fucking psychiatrist okay so like I of was, course there's no sex in this like, yeah let's
2: <laughs> God damn it! Your poor wife. <laughs> your like, poor wife. Yeah, I know. It's like, God why yeah, are these it. kids having sex? I know there's a monster out there, and they killed like, a couple of kids. And yeah, like, and they killed a just, kid. Like that one dude. This? Like
0: <laughs> yeah, that one dude specifically killed two kids, and like he's like, I don't care. i ain't <laughs> going to jail. Like okay. yeah. Why are they the fucking? Th- here's, yeah, a, here's of course. Those two. Okay, Joel locks
2: the other two teenagers like in the closet. The guy and the girl. There had to have been a scene that was shot with them deciding, "Oh well, we're trapped here. Let's make good use of our time." And they cut it from the movie. But it's oh, like my fucking
1: God.
2: <laughs> that's no. the thing is, like if it did that, no. it would have gone more in the direction of a slasher movie. If they did, so but, you're cause saying because like sex is generally involved with that. But. So
0: what's the point? <laughs> what's the what's the point you're trying to make here?
2: Are you trying to say that it's
0: good <laughs> or bad that they didn't have sex after? i I think i'm just coming back
2: to that idea that this movie keeps like setting up the rules of what your expectation is of a monster movie and then being like no but we're doing this and then you go what (laughs) like it kind of takes you for a ride (laughs) i like movies that like it's it's just very like like going back to our conversation about the witch it's like very um not comfortable like and it's like it's, it's like the story and how things flow mm-hmm. is uncomfortable. And I experienced that with a lot of movies. Uh you'd be surprised at what movies like I first watched and really hated and then went back to watch. Like mm-hmm. the Conjuring movies. This mm-hmm. is crazy. But like when I first watched the Conjuring movies it was like oh my god these are the stupidest movies I've ever seen okay well the
0: conjuring <laughs> one is crazy. Conjuring one is good. Conjuring one is yes. good. Conjuring two is terrible conjuring three is even worse. They're the two and you three hate are terrible. Two? like i hate conjuring too, two. I, two is a fucking oh, and i'm not the first person to say this but there is, is a fucking superhero movie it's a marvel movie dressed up in christianity where the demon is the villain and the the warrens yeah. are the are the superheroes through god that's all it is. that's how it plays it doesn't sense, play yeah. like a horror movie it plays like that conjuring one super fucking scary and like has all those great elements mm. of like a haunted house and then like they're gonna uh you know exercise the house and stuff like that um yeah but again like i i just don't think i just don't think there's a way i could go back and watch this movie and and like it yeah. and again i think we've been talking for almost an hour and a half here and i just don't <laughs> and i i understand everything you're saying and i agree with a good bit yeah. of it for sure I like but give me give me more of the witch then if that's the point give me more again yeah. i'm not yeah. i consider myself pretty astute when it comes to storytelling in movies i'm not a fucking professional like you are but i i I try to be i try to be and stuff but uh i uh
2: everything you said i totally agree with There's nothing i disagree with it's like mm -hmm. but because it's like it really is like this very it's such a niche taste and i feel like the director did that to himself like a first-time director it's so easy to do that is like you make a movie that's definitely going to shut out most of an audience because you're Mm -hmm. trying to be so like like Below, you're, you're trying to be so behind the curtain, and a horror mm-hmm. film usually has to have everything out in front. Like, yeah, just for you to be able to enjoy the elements of a horror film, like, it's got to be scary, there's got to be this. And I don't know, mm-hmm. like, I totally agree with the stuff that you're saying, and um, I just think it's a great bad movie. <laughs> but That's at the weird. end of the
0: day, but at the end of the day, you agree that it's yeah. a bad movie. <laughs> Right. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have it's a to bad because movie.
2: for the sake of this podcast, the premise of it, it's like you know who's like who's winning this debate. I can definitely say, yeah, I can't. I can only subjectively like really take people for a ride, but no one's enjoying even the the car we're supposed to get in which is Pumpkinhead
0: like no one right, wants to exactly. get in that and car that's, <laughs> that's, what that's what I'm trying to say is like like you're right yeah. and you know maybe I will go back and watch this movie because like a lot of you're saying like yes the whole witch angle and stuff like really is a- interesting you know maybe yeah. one of these days I could get a hold of the next ones and like maybe it'll be more fleshed out and stuff but like you know probably it's like not. what do they say <laughs> probably not what do they I'm not paying 75 fucking dollars for Pumpkinhead too Jesus um <laughs> i Absolutely not. But, um, you know, what do they say about like a good, like, uh, like, like a complete story? Like, like, so I still have questions at the end of it then, you know what I mean? And like, they say like a good cliffhanger isn't like the, it is like the non end of a story. It's when the hero gets on his journey and he's like, he's done, he succeeded. And he comes back to his hometown and his whole town is on fire. For some reason yeah. that completes the narrative of everything else, but it leaves like, it, <laughs> because it could just end right there where like he did all yeah. of this stuff, all of these good things and accomplished his goal and bad shit still happened to him. And boom, that's still a complete story, but you can sprinkle <laughs> it off of that. Why did that happen? I don't get that. I get yeah. a, I get two stories that don't feel complete and I have so many <laughs> questions that I yeah. Need to at least have some kind of an answer for. <laughs> you know I mean, what I the mean?
2: The movie does also end like super, not necessarily <laughs> abrupt, but very ambiguously. Like it's like that you still have the two people alive, and then you technically, and then you have Pumpkinhead dead, and Ed Harley's dead, and the witch is still alive. And it's like, it is clearly a setup for like, more to come. And yeah, I, I don't know what's in the other three movies, but I know in the general consensus is for Pumpkinhead mm-hmm. is the the cult the very minimal cult following that does enjoy Pumpkinhead the first uh-huh. one doesn't acknowledge the other three, and they're asking for a prequel to the first one. Which personally, I would love to see a prequel. A prequel would help. That yeah, shit. Prequel. Yeah. A prequel would be cool. <laughs> Give me that
0: 1952 story. and in, in yeah. that 19, in that prequel at the beginning of. That That opening scene, you know show yeah. it from a different perspective, like different camera angles and stuff, and like that's little Ed in there uh, <laughs> freaking out and stuff like that, like that's great. Like that's all fine and dandy, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's probably not no. going to happen. You know it's what I sad. mean? Because well,
2: now we're putting it out there in the zeitgeist. It's going to happen,
0: probably now. No, that's true. I mean, like uh, the, the, fucking, the as we talked about, the reviews literally went up like in the, the two <laughs> or three days that from when yeah. you checked them. So people are fucking watching it. I mean, Screw it is me. October now and stuff, and it, people yeah, finally dude. took the time to review it. I guess, but. I don't it's know, buried man.
2: under lock and key i mean i found a yeah. movie on a shelf in a dollar tree so it was a buck i didn't lose a lot of money <laughs> watching this movie but i was excited yeah. because the cover i'll show you real quick since we're on this podcast we need the video thing i Jesus know for Christ. listeners this is not gonna help at all but like this is audio this medium a, this is like the front cover poster for like the movie and it's like it's dope it's a great post and this it's a great art this, yeah this is what fans of pumpkin head envision in their mind but when they watch mm-hmm. the movie it is absolutely not that and but there's exactly you yeah. want there
0: exactly <laughs> it, it left uh a lot to be desired you know and don't get me yeah. wrong i love bad i love bad <laughs> movies too i i'm yeah, super yeah. excited i got from work i got a 4k of uh van helsing god i'm so excited to watch it sometime <laughs> this october i fucking love that movie <laughs> Hugh but, jackman is yes that dude Hugh that jackman? movie's i love that movie it's so bad but i love that fucking movie you know what i mean so i get that mentality (laughs) i totally get that mentality but like there's enjoyable moments of that hugh jackman's a great actor kate kate beckinsale is also a great actor like oh yeah yeah so they can they can great talent they can they they, uh what's it called the um the transformation scene the werewolf transformation scenes are amazing they're yeah. some of the best, dude. Like so, oh man, yeah. you know it falls short in terms of uh, in terms of plot <laughs> and like what happens and like how it happens. The editing isn't that great, but yeah, yeah. you still have those redeeming qualities. This one doesn't have. Any of that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That shit. No one gets, no one gets redeemed in the story. So the movie itself is a metaphysical representation of itself.
0: <laughs> again, it's a stretch. It's such a stretch. Again, yeah. I feel like you're grasping at straws, and like if you're, you're arguing it so <laughs> hard like yeah 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 no no i don't think i don't think that makes people want to watch this movie <laughs> you know what i mean no like, i know to be honest. Well, i highly recommend everybody anxiety, does yeah. sit down and watch this movie um because yeah. obviously there's a lot to unpack um it's on amazon prime <laughs> yeah. that's how i watched it um hell yeah but like i don't know go man go
2: to your dollar train buy it for a buck cuz that's all or, it's worth now go to dollar train and
0: see if you can buy it you could get it at uh, Dude, okay uh, at my work for probably less than that i think it's it's 95 cents this (laughs) this is
2: what we should do the next time you and i do this like Mm -hmm. podcast episode when we get back when i get back on the bad movie debate we should do Pumpkinhead 2 find a way to watch that i'm sure you can probably stream it for two bucks yeah you might be able to stream it for cheap but like it would be super interesting to continue the trend to see it probably doesn't get better but (laughs) but it would be interesting to know
0: it would be really interesting if I liked that one and you hated that one, because it like if it that like blew out, if it blew hell. if it blew your whole uh, witch theory like out, <laughs> like it was like <laughs> no, nah, that's absolutely not what we we're going for, not um, at all. But then I was like, it was actually played, his friends.
2: Better. Yeah, exactly. yeah it was actually ed harley's friend the guy he goes to yeah. to give the feed yeah. to him it was that guy's daughter and then yeah. that guy was like they had she he had sex with haggis like way back in the yeah. day yeah and yeah she yeah, was yeah, a hag because
0: yeah. her name's haggis and oh yeah. her out of the <laughs> exactly. Woods, Like exactly and that's why like i was so terrible. mad her name was fucking haggis because she's the old <laughs> hag who lives in the swamp i'm like are you fucking kidding me it's just like yeah, you say they put that. all this they, you say that they put all this effort and energy into it and i'm just like where <laughs>
2: where well think about the way that teenagers call each other by their names like it's it's like steve or it's like mm-hmm. come on joel like it's yeah. like there's so much accentuation into like who they like their names represent their like <laughs> i never met a joel i liked so
0: well, that's the thing <laughs> was I, only, I only remember, i only remember joel's name because he's the guy who killed yeah. the kid and was like i already killed another kid i can't go to jail for this and i was like holy shit i <laughs> <laughs> before you started saying their names i couldn't have told you any of those other fucking characters names i could not yeah I, yeah i could not i i was <laughs> like you said tracy and i was like yeah that's right and you're like steve and i'm like yeah yeah that's right yeah, yeah one yeah. of them steve mm-hmm. and then what? what's name another one of them What's yeah, i forget one the names? other girl's name yeah the
2: girl's what name I'm saying the other girl i don't remember her name and she's the one who survives. which is there's like there's six like, people
0: what? there's six there's six of the teens only three of their names and i only knew one before you said the other two and you <laughs> yeah. don't even know the other three you know what i mean so how the yeah. fuck am i supposed to care like you know what i mean it
2: would have been better maybe if it was just like four like it was two yeah. guys two girls like mm-hmm. that would have blended pretty well and
0: mm-hmm. i
2: don't know like i feel like that would have maybe kept it a little more tighter yeah and they because save some
0: money could have saved some money. And then what they could have done is they could have made the girl who survives, uh, the super Christian one. And then they could have Mm -hmm. done that angle. I know you're trying to say they subverted it and stuff, but like it would have worked with those. You know what I mean? Like it would have worked. (laughs) So I'm just saying, I guess, I I guess my, I guess my closing argument is there's a lot that could have happened and should have happened. I understand why some of it didn't. I do not understand why most things did happen. (laughs) And I just feel like, again, I just feel like it's two different movies being, trying to be told it's a, it's a dramatic, like uh, what's Daniel day Lewis Western of a, of a dad losing his (laughs) son and his grief mashed together with a, an eighties monster. Uh, yeah <laughs> slash slash fic and they do not go hand in hand in any way uh in any way at all and i just can't oh my i can't get behind it even with your added stuff that but that's the thing the added stuff that you're basing off of one line that you put in oh, there and there's no other concrete evidence for, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, there's, there's, a, there's, there's other work.
2: concrete evidence. Like, I mean, well, that's why I was like wrapping it up with like the, how the pumpkin head doll is the same. And then they talk about her daughter, like, you know,
0: like that whole bit. No, no, you're, then, you're like, speculate you're speculating that it's her daughter. They never that's like, oh, no, yeah, I'm
2: speculating that it's her daughter, that it is her daughter. But no, no, no. Yeah. Like there had to be more of a reason for the preface is what I'm saying, like the opening scene. There had to been there was definitely more weight there, which is why like Ed Harley even knew anything about Haggis like that's not existed. explored. That guy's it's not, it's not explored. My only argument, like my final argument for it would just be like it is one of those horror films that is incredibly bad on a scale of production. Like, and that involves acting, that involves, like, the execution of the story. But I feel upon more viewings, like an added viewing that you could potentially find a little bit more into that subset subtext to enjoy But yeah, it is, you have to strive for it. Yeah. It's really like, and if you don't want to, which in most horror films, you don't want to, like no one wants to do that. Like, mm-hmm. You might be able to
0: get more out of it. But well, again, <laughs> I want, I want to do that and I couldn't <laughs> with this one. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to hear you say it. I'm going to have to hear you say it. Oh, that you won this debate! I need you to. I need you to. Are you officially conceding? Because you're not going to sway me yeah. on this one, bud.
2: <laughs> no, I don't. No, no. I'll concede because I agree. It is a bad movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that's
0: yeah. the thing. You need to agree with me that the thought. Let's put it this way. I'll, 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 I'll take this victory if you will say, <laughs> yes. if you will say that. Let's put it this way. I'll agree that. <laughs> The thought, the thought, and the passion and the energy was there, but the production, as you said, and the The story, yeah, and the characters, like which you, which (laughs) you said yourself, is the most important thing. Do not work (laughs) unless you add a bunch (laughs) of uh, unless you add a bunch of exposition that you can find off of a couple tiny little things
2: and imagination, like (laughs) not.
0: So this movie is <laughs> like, really good if you, like, imagine it was better. <laughs> like, if that's what your argument yeah, yeah. is, then, yeah, I'm going to have to take this yeah.
2: one. But. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. Yeah, no, I agree. It's great.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, well, man. yes, you, you guys hear that? An hour and 39 minutes later. I am the master debater. <laughs> finally, I finally win one, yeah, but just barely. In. But just barely by the skin of my teeth. I'm I am the master I debater. Admit, though you're being stubborn I'm, as shit. I, <laughs> I love fucking movies. I love fucking movies,
2: and I have very like strict opinions about movies. I'm really bad at defending those opinions. Like I genuinely like, really I'm, bad at defending it because have you have you listened to the
0: rest of my
2: episodes? This is the
0: first no. one I've technically won, and like just barely. No.
2: Like, yeah, because I feel like there are people that like can articulate all of that stuff that's gen- like absolutely on a general basis very bad about the movie and it's like and i'll be like oh you could do these very small things but it's like that's not what movies require to enjoy so well, i completely it's even, understand it's not even know? that it's not what they did <laughs> is the thing yeah 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 you know that's that's I my that. yeah. that's
0: that's my that's my thing uh, it makes me yes. sad because Stan
2: Winston is gone and we may never get a director's cut of this movie because I feel yeah, yeah. like maybe that could have helped. Maybe <laughs> Again, I, I I yeah,
0: know. It, it, it would have been better if it was if it was like a full two hours like I think and we had a little bit yeah, more yeah, yeah. of some of that some of the some of that that weird trapped in the closet sex scene that you were yearning for apparently <laughs> as you said <laughs> like, I wasn't
2: yearning for it I was just like
0: hey if it was going to be man. one this is when you do it. i don't know man you were pretty you were pretty like who cares if that kid died they should have still had sex like you were you were pushing for it is what i mean that's what i heard i don't know i don't know i don't know well well summation. jonathan works in the film industry but he's an idiot when it comes to movies (laughs) just kidding jonathan jonathan's a very good jonathan's a very good friend and he knows uh, uh a lot more about movies uh than uh damn near just about everybody i know because he's been around it for so long and has been working on it for a long time um and everything and you do good stuff i've seen your short films they Mm. are award winning for me at least but also but also literally like they're literally award winning um where can you direct people to uh check out your stuff plug yourself give give Um, us a little plug
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I have zero social media other than a YouTube channel. That's got a couple of my short films on it. Cause I'm very writer's mind. I can't do social media at all for some Not reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so bad um yeah. especially <laughs> nowadays but it's just gotten yeah. progressively worse since like yeah. my myspace oh, yeah. page back in like 2000 yeah, yeah
0: dude! yeah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. MySpace. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, and um <laughs> i think it's uh yeah youtube's the best way to check me out it's just jonathan Weimer. you can check me out on youtube and um linkedin i have one of those if there's like people who work in the industry or or anything and that just want to connect mm-hmm. like i obviously have a linkedin um that would always be the ways to uh,
0: connect with me Hell yeah, yeah Jonathan You're just gonna tell you're just gonna tell your wife, like, oh yeah, there might be a lot of random people coming <laughs> to talk to me about pumpkin head in the ne- in the coming weeks, but it's fine. People I just, told like, them-
2: throw pumpkins on my driveway. No- they're just like, fuck you, man.
0: You <laughs> sucked. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. You know what they're gonna be saying? They're gonna be saying hashtag fuck Jonathan, dude yeah hashtag no, fuck yes. Jonathan dude so if we can get that trending geez. that would make me and some other people very happy so let's do that hashtag <laughs> fuck Jonathan hashtag bad movie debate please on That's all the perfect. social media speaking of social media which I also hate but I gotta do it I guess um bad movie debate all one word all lowercase twitter instagram blah, nice. blah, blah 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 follow me as I do 31 for 31 um gonna be watching uh hocus pocus 2 tonight Ooh, super excited for that see if I that was any good night. Ooh, what'd be you think real quick real quick what'd you think you want to know what i
2: thought i thought it was okay I thought thought it was okay? Like,
0: okay that's kind of what i thought it was, it was gonna be but yeah. like the nostalgia is gonna make me love it i'm sure so it'll yes, be fine for sure but yeah no, absolutely so, but i'll have i'll have my reviews up you'll you'll see my review my quick couple sentence review about it before this episode comes out, because it's not going to come out <laughs> uh, before tonight. So, um, nice. But regardless, once again, I just want to remind everybody: I won one. I did it. <laughs> I, I told it's y'all if y'all waited, if y'all waited long enough, you'd finally hear me do one, um, and it finally happened. Um,
1: I'm lastly, destined. uh,
0: this is Jonathan. We'll have a triumphant return. We have a special, yes! a special thing coming up next episode where Jonathan and uh, Tyler will both be returning and we're going to do something special. You'll learn more about us, about that as it comes out and everything, but, um, stay tuned, stay tuned on yeah, that. Yeah. Um, Jonathan, thank you again for sitting down with yeah, me. Man. I appreciate it. That was fun. Um, we could have talked for <laughs> way, way longer. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> and that's why and that's why you're going to be back uh, so soon. We'll be talking a little bit more horror. Uh, throw Tyler in there. We're going to do some. We're going to do something fun next time. Um, oh, Jonathan, yeah. we'll be back. Maybe we can find Pumpkinhead too, as you said. Um, <laughs> yeah, not paying yeah. seventy. I'm not paying seventy. I'm not paying seventy five dollars for it though. So maybe I'm going to get we'll a 35 a millimeter
2: print. Like oh might my be god, a 35 millimeter print somewhere. No,
0: <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ, no.
0: I've oh, God. Yeah. I mean, it would be, Please, but god, also. No. It'd be like thousands of dollars, like tens of thousands of dollars. (laughs) Anyway, that's not the point. All right, y'all. Appreciate it so much uh, for listening. Um, We'll be back next time.
1: Take it easy.